Welcome to the Mommy Sober Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Berkeley Boren. Inspired by my own journey from mommy wine culture to mommy sober culture, I want to explore our personal and cultural relationships with alcohol and sobriety. We'll look at not only the role that alcohol plays in our lives, but also self-care, wellness and spirituality, motherhood, and sisterhood. I hope that through this podcast, you realize that you are not alone in this journey. And I hope we have some fun along the way. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mommy Sober Culture. I am Berkeley. In this episode, we're going to be talking about change, the hierarchy of change, how to make a change in your life, and what the most effective ways to make a change are. I know right now as I'm recording this, it's November. A lot of people have done maybe Sober October, or I've heard of people doing Remember November. Uh, Not a lot. I don't know what December is. I don't know if there's a a fun catchphrase for December. I know there's dry January. That's kind of where I started. But a lot of times around this time of year, people are looking to make a change. They're thinking about the new year, kind of reflecting on the past year, what they have done, what they wish they could do differently or change in their lives. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit. If you've listened to any of my other podcasts, you know that I quit drinking for good on December 31st of 2021. I had decided to do a dry January and it was New Year's Eve and so I just thought, well, I'm just going to start right now. I didn't want to wake up hungover on New Year's Day again. So that was the that was the, when I finally quit drinking. But before that I had had what I've called stutter stops. I stopped several times drinking. I had gotten to a place where for whatever reason, I realized that drinking wasn't serving me anymore. And my reasons changed. As I think with any journey in life, things change as you move forward. So it started out, I thought, well, I'm going to drink less because I want to lose weight. Drinking is not helping me with my fitness or weight goals, which was true. So I would quit drinking for a bit, but then losing weight or my fitness goals just weren't quite enough of a motivator to get me to stop drinking permanently. So I would start up again and then think, well, I'm only going to drink on the weekends. I'm not going to drink, you know, every night or every other night, or I'm only going to drink on special occasions. I won't even drink on the weekends, really, just if it's a party or a holiday or something like that. But inevitably, old habits would creep back in. It's habits. It's it's lack of coping mechanisms. It's lack of self-care mechanisms. All of those things would creep back in, and I would end up drinking more and more and more. So after a few stutter stops with the weight loss, I started to question my relationship with alcohol more because in my mind, I wanted to stop, but why am I saying I'm not going to drink? And then I end up drinking. 
So that's kind of got the ball rolling more on that. And then I realized that it wasn't serving me. It wasn't making me a better parent. And so I would stutter stop with that. I would, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to drink anymore at all because it doesn't make me a good mom. I'm only going to drink when my kids aren't home on date nights or things like that. So I would do that. And then old habits would creep back in because I wasn't changing anything on a fundamental level. I was just relying on what I wanted and willpower to power through this. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to moxie through and I'm going to quit drinking. But I wasn't making any fundamental spiritual changes to myself. And so that's what I'm going to talk about today. What I what ended up being the catalyst for the permanent change in my life, not just with drinking, but it's really changed me and my whole life on a fundamental level. The, the drinking was just the beginning, honestly. Um, and I, I saw this called the hierarchy of change. And I guess when I quit drinking this last time, I didn't necessarily on a conscious level realize that this is what I was doing until I saw a video about it. And, and I realized, Oh my gosh, that's what I did. And that's what made the difference. So if you picture a, a, a pyramid or a ladder, you know, at the bottom, you have your environment, your environmental results that you want to change. So that's where you start. And then above that, your behaviors, and then above that, capabilities, then values and beliefs, then identity, then spirit. So generally, we start at the bottom. What do we want to change in our environment, and what do we want to change with our behaviors? So we get rid of the alcohol. We decide, I'm not going to drink on weeknights, or I'm not going to drink at all, or I'm not going to drink except special occasions, or, or whatever arbitrary limits you set on your drinking and you get rid of your alcohol. You don't, you get rid of the wine or you quit buying the wine. You finish off the box, whatever you got, you change your environment that way and your behaviors that way. Your capabilities, that's when it really comes, you know, your skills and your knowledge about drinking versus not drinking you don't really change anything about that, right? You've just, I'm going to do this. My knowledge is I know I want to stop, so I'm done. But if we're not changing from the top down, it's a whole lot harder for it to stick. So what I did is you flip the hierarchy of change. So you start at the spirit level. The spirit level is what is my mission? What is my spirit? What is my highest purpose? Well, one of my highest purposes is being a mother and raising two humans who are good people, who value themselves and value others, and who realize their worth and their potential. And so on a spirit level, on a life purpose level, I realized finally that this drinking 
wasn't fitting in with that. It wasn't making me more capable or better at raising these humans for the purpose that I want to raise them for. Other purposes that I want or spirit level things, I wanted to meditate every day. I wanted to be expansive and create my own reality and have a deeper connection with myself and with God. But drinking was interfering with that because if I didn't wake up in the mornings in time to do it, which is hard for me to do. I'm not one of those. Some people are morning people. They like to get up and meditate. I'm more sleepy in the morning. So a lot of times I would get up to meditate and end up just falling asleep. No matter where I was sitting or how I was doing it, I would fall asleep. So I would then, okay, well, I'll meditate tonight. Well, if I started drinking, then I'm not going to meditate. I'm not going to meditate while I'm drinking. That's kind of, it seems counterintuitive. So that's what started to change on the spirit level. Then the identity. What is my identity? Who am I? Who do I choose to be? So I decided to change that. I set an intention for myself that I wanted to be like a person who never drank. I didn't want to be a person who wanted to drink but couldn't drink or somebody with great willpower who is not drinking. I didn't, that doesn't sound fun to me. I don't want to do that. I decided that I'm going to be a person who doesn't care about alcohol, that doesn't think about it, think about it in the way of I want it. I think about it. I think, gosh, I'm so glad I'm done with that. But I wanted to be a person who didn't care about alcohol, like someone who never drank. I wanted to be a person who made statements of, I don't drink. Not, I can't drink. I don't drink. I don't want to drink. I don't desire to drink. No, thank you. I don't drink. I just don't drink. So I decided I'm never going to say I can't drink. Because I can drink. I can drink whenever I want. Anyone can. It's not an I can't drink. It's an I don't drink. And I meditated on that. And I set an intention. And I saw myself. And I felt the feelings of someone who could give or take alcohol. Doesn't care about it. Doesn't want it. Doesn't crave it. Sees people drinking it and thinks, okay, I'm glad I don't drink that. Because... I don't really care to put that in my body. I meditated on that. And y'all, it wasn't like immediate, like that second day. I did have cravings at first where I, I wanted to drink, but it worked. I mean, I changed my identity. I'm someone who just doesn't drink. And then under identity is values and beliefs. So that's where you have to put in some work. You have to decide for yourself, what do you believe? What is important to you? Do you believe that you can be a person that can have a wonderful, fun, fulfilling life without alcohol? Or do you believe on a fundamental level that you have to have alcohol to celebrate? You have to have alcohol to sleep. You have to have alcohol to... Um, you know, comfort you. You have, have to have alcohol to self-care. You have to have alcohol to have a play date. 
or a girl's trip. Those are beliefs that we have to work on changing. I have a friend who's doing um, Sober November or Remember November or, or No Drink November, whatever you want to call it. And she has set the intention, like I did, to be a person who doesn't care about alcohol. And I've talked about her before, how she was worried about not having magic in her life without alcohol. And she has said it's it hasn't been hard for her so far in her no drinking November. But she does worry about things in the future. She does... She hasn't fundamentally necessarily changed her beliefs about vacations without alcohol or holidays without alcohol or date nights without alcohol. And that's okay. What I've said to her is I realize now why some people say take it one day at a time. It's not because every day is so hard you can only deal with one day. It's you're making this choice today. Don't worry about that. You could sit and worry and think yourself to death about the future, but don't. Just don't worry about that. Just take today. And as those events come, what I learned is that it's hard to have the belief that you can do stuff or that you can have fun or different things without alcohol until you experience them. Some beliefs come just through experience. You you can't know yourself into everything. Sometimes you have to feel yourself into it. I didn't necessarily believe that I could have a fun beach vacation until I did it, until I went on a cruise and didn't drink on the cruise and had a great time. And that's when I realized that's, and it, so that wasn't until, you know, six months into my journey that I really fundamentally completely changed my belief on future events without alcohol. I had started to change my beliefs. I obviously believed I could do it. I knew that I believed that I could do holidays and, and different date nights and girls trips without alcohol. The big vacation, that belief came after I actually did it. But if we start to change our beliefs on little things and the more experiences you have, the easier, easier it becomes to change those beliefs. So after values and beliefs is capabilities. Capabilities is, is your skills, your knowledge. What I recommend is, is changing your knowledge on alcohol. I did a podcast about the facts about alcohol. I found things like that very helpful in the beginning. When you, some of it's things that you already know on a fundamental level, but you need to be reminded of. I'll link some books. There's a book by Alan Carr called The Easy Way to Control Alcohol. That is a great one. There's Untamed. There's The Happiest Hour. There's We Are the Luckiest. All of those books help to change your, A, your beliefs, but also your capabilities, your knowledge, and your skill set surrounding alcohol. So that's something that you, I mean, you have to put work into these things. And then after that, 
comes behavior and environment and results. See, what we think we need to do is change our environment and our behavior first. If I stop drinking, if I get rid of the alcohol, then I'll know how to do it. Then I'll learn about being sober and doing life sober and what alcohol does to you. Then I'll become a person who doesn't drink. I'll become a sober person. Then, then I'll believe that I can do it. Then I'll believe that I can be sober after I stop. Then I'll become someone who is sober. I'll become a sober person who doesn't drink, an alcohol-free person. Then I'll be limitless. Then I'll know my highest purpose and start living that. So let's flip that. First, I'm going to start with my highest purpose. I'm going to start living that. I'm going to identify it and know it and set it as a goal and an intention in my mind. Then I'm going to change who I am. I'm going to change my self-talk and my identity on an internal level. The things I say to myself and the things I believe about myself. Then after that, my values and beliefs will start to change and I'm going to start changing my values and beliefs. I'm going to believe that I can do this. I'm going to believe that I value more, more things over alcohol. Then I'm going to teach myself about alcohol. I'm going to develop some skills and I'm going to develop some, develop some knowledge around what alcohol truly is. I'm going to de develop some self-care skills, some coping skills, some celebrating skills that don't involve alcohol. And that's when it becomes easy to change our behaviors and our environment. That's when it becomes easy to let it go. And it all kind of happens in that order and a little bit simultaneously. You're going to start changing your spirit first. But you can be working on your values, your beliefs, your capabilities, your skill sets. After you've already gotten rid of the alcohol. But that's what's going to make it easy to stay alcohol free. Is that you haven't changed what you do. You've changed who you are. Which then in turn of course changes what you do. And then that just opens up so much expansiveness and and free time and energy to dive even deeper, it becomes kind of a loop. It starts with the alcohol, but then it becomes a loop because now you're diving deeper into who you are and your highest purpose and your spirit world and diving even deeper into your identity and who you are as an alcohol-free person. What else does that mean? What el who else am I? What else do I do? And diving deeper into what are my values and beliefs, not just surrounding alcohol, but surrounding everything in my life. And it becomes this loop, but you freed up so much energy and time and space in your brain and your life that you are changing all of these things over and over and over 
which then change your behaviors, which then change your environmental results. And before you know it, yes, you're alcohol free, but you're so much more and your whole life has changed and you're doing things like starting a podcast or taking manifestation courses or all sorts of different things that you didn't think you would be doing, but you're changing over and over and over and just growing and growing and growing because you've gotten down this hierarchy of change. So I encourage you to look at that, write it out. I'm going to say it one more time. It starts with your spirit, your highest purpose. What is your soul's purpose? What's your soul guiding you to do? Your identity. Who are you on a fundamental level? And I am level. Your values and beliefs. What do you value? What do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about your future and your abilities? Your capabilities. What do you know? What are your skills? And how can you develop those? Then your behaviors. Then your, those are your actions and your habits. And then what do you see in your reality, your environment, and your results? And that will inevitably change. And it will continue to change in the most wonderful, wonderful ways. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mommy Sober Culture. My hope is that after listening to each episode, you come away feeling encouraged, hopeful, and seen. If you enjoy this content, be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you'll be the first to know every week when the new episode drops. Also, if you have any questions or anything you'd like me to talk about, please feel free to email me at burkebrin at manifesting-mama.com. I'll link it below. Have a great day.